butter and banana sandwich. Hi, my name is Annalise, but almost everyone I know has called me Kit since as long as I can remember. So let's get the name thing out of the way first. When I was about four, my baby brother James was born. When I was six, he was learning to talk and my mom was trying to teach him how to say my name. She said Annalise super slow and then encouraged my brother to say it, but all he managed was Kit and then he laughed. My mom said Kit a couple times to him and then my dad started saying it and then the rest of all my extended family. So it just stuck. You can call me Kit, but if I ever say Annalise, that's me too. Okay, so now that we're done with that, let's move on with everything else. Let's go backwards a couple months to when the important, interesting part of this episode happens. It's May 4th, and I'm walking out of my third grade teacher's Miss Montana room, Miss Montana's room. I walk out of the school gates, my friends coursing. Bye, Kit. See you later. Meet you on the bus, Kit. I wave by the kids who aren't going on the bus and hop on dress code yellow. The older fifth and sixth graders name the bus as that, so now everyone just calls it by that name. I sit in the farthest seat to the back. My bestie, Emmeline, is there too. She lets me sit by the window. We chat until dress code yellow drops her off on Elderberry Drive and then continues to Jolly Street to drop me off. When it let me off, I proceeded to hop up the three steps to my house and walk inside. I sit down my backpack on the rack and kicked off my shoes. Hey, Kit, my mom said, looking up from where she was making peanut butter banana sandwiches in the kitchen. Hi, I replied. What's for snack? PB&B sandwiches, mom answered, not looking up from making four for me and James. She popped the two for me on a magenta plate, and I dug in. And boy, did I make a dent in those sandwiches. One and a half minutes later, Mom looked up to serve James's sandwiches, and I was already slipping out of my chair to put my plate in the sink. Mom began to say, Wow, you downed those sandwiches, when she gasped and grabbed a picture of me from three years ago. She held it right next to my face and gasped again. Kit, she stuttered, look at you. Your face looks exactly the same from when you were in kindergarten, exactly three years ago. I gasped too and rushed to look in my bathroom mirror. It was true. I was three years younger. I raced back into the kitchen and James laughed. I was like a foot shorter and I looked like a kindergartner. James, I said, well, shouted. Come here. My five-year-old brother, I'm nine, reluctantly followed me into his room. I took him on the top bunk of his bed and made him swear to secrecy everything that was said to you. Then we both did a ritual of I, Annalise, Kit, Daisy Mayflower, swear to secrecy, blah, 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 blah. And I taught James to memorize his full name. In his little voice, he's like, I, James Wallace Mayflower, swear to secrecy, blah, 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 blah. But it was really cute. So me and him discussed plans for getting me back to normal. James suggested I eat the opposite, a pizza with jelly. But then we couldn't think of the opposite of a banana. We had great ideas like this, but when the meeting came to a close, we hadn't figured out a single working idea. I sighed, putting myself to sleep that night by dreaming up fast-forwarding me three years' ideas. I woke up the next morning without a clue. I started eating breakfast, toast and orange juice, when a 90-watt light bulb went off in my brain. I had the perfect idea. I whispered in James' ear, James, listen up. Let's order um, and then... I droned on, secluding my plan alone from everything else in my mind. Soon we hopped on my laptop and my mouse flew to the Amazon search bar. I quickly typed in the item we were looking for. I found it fast and hurriedly pressed the buy now button because I had to get this done before school started again on Tuesday. I was very lucky because today was Saturday and there was a parent-teacher conference on Monday. Whew. 
I had three days until I needed to fast forward, so that was definitely a plus. Yes, 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 my order finally came. I'm grateful I'm right next to an Amazon superstore, so they were able to deliver my order early the next morning, and I got work to literally immediately. I began hooking up my system and had a working order nearly an hour and a half later. I finally flourished my invention five minutes later to James and Mom. Wow! James gasped when he saw my electrical hookup. Amazing, hun. I'm real impressed, but this could be dangerous, Mom said, clapping with concern. I gave myself a weak smile, then began the pleading. Oh, Mom, Mom, you look awesome today. Love your hair. Can I please try it, por favor? Mom crossed her arms and stared down at me hard. I hung my head. Annalise Daisy Mayflower. Mom said not very sharply, but I hadn't heard my name in over two years. I knew I'd done something mad bad. I love your adventurous ideas, but this could be very scary. I will allow you to faintly try under adult supervision. Oh, yes! I smiled and cheered, jumping up and down. Do and Weiss! James shouted. I eagerly strapped into my arrangement. Wait, I'll tell you about it. It's one chair just my size with a colander hat on top. There are little wireless transmission cords on top of the colander, and it's plugged into a complicated order. It's an electrical socket, barely nine watts, and I can also strap in with my hands and feet into leather holsters. I gladly climbed into the seat, securing myself and adjusting the collar on my head. The machine goes on, I cried deeply, and James flipped the switch. Mom supervised with her arms folded across her chest. The colander started shaking and buzzing, and Mom held her arms out protectively toward me. Then she crossed them back when I nodded my head and gave a thumbs up. Suddenly, the lights flickered and went dim. I closed my eyes and scooched Mom and James away. The colander miraculously flipped and landed on my head. Mom gasped. My leather holsters became undone. I started levitating only five inches off the seat. Breathtaking, just breathtaking, I thought. Then I plopped back into my chair and the lights flickered back on again. Ah, I sighed. I opened my eyes, winking at James. He scrunched up his cheeks, trying to return the sly gesture. Well, my four foot three third grader again? I asked, my cheeks and nose a rosy pink. Mom stood shocked, then answered with a smile. No, that wasn't that bad, but I'm a little shocked. I'm going to go lie down and get some water. She took a drink out of her, of all things, camping canteen, and then stumbled off toward her room. I sighed and threw a pleading look at James, though I thought, what could he do about me looking like a three-foot kindergartner for the rest of my days? I wanted desperately to be normal again. So I reluctantly strapped myself in. I flipped the switch from my fast-forward in Nader 2000 and braced for impact. Anna Weiss! James shouted. I grinned, knowing something was happening. Suddenly, I felt a golden energy rush through my skin. Three years' worth of energy. My hair grew rapidly, and I soon fit into the dress and shoes I was wearing, for they had been too small when I ate that PB&B sandwiches. The lights which had been off flicked back to life, and I quickly unhooked and stared at my mirror. Oh, goodness, 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 am I G-L-A-D to be back, I said, modeling myself to see this awesome I had inherited. Goodness, I repeated, boy, will I ever eat a, never eat a PB&J and take a risk like that again, I confirmed in my mirror. I smiled. Thank you.